0: to Savvy Booked and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome
1: to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devon A. Faxton, founder and CEO of ProSavvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Today, I'm here with business coach and mentor, Maya Gaddy. Maya is the CEO and founder of Maya Gaddy Internationals, where she works with established business owners, guiding them on how to grow and scale their businesses. Starting back in 2011, Maya has helped over 300 business owners create and sell purposeful and profitable signature programs. Hi, Maya. Hi, Hi. how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Well, I'm super excited to chat with you. Um, you know, as someone else kind of working in the business space, helping other coaches with their marketing and their programs and their branding and messaging and all these things, and they can just get so lost in the sauce <laughs> of what they should be doing or what they want to be doing, um, you really focus on helping them like build, um, like like mentioned purposeful and profitable signature programs. So tell us a little bit more about what that means. Yeah. So signature programs
2: being simply a
1: container that
2: you can use to present your best work to your clients and get them the best results. So a lot of times it might be an online program. I've had clients repurpose it for one-to-one or for treats, but it's really simply your own system to do what you do best with your clients. Yeah. Um, So I really enjoy doing that and making sure that my clients have that in place And it makes it so much easier for them to serve their clients and that they
1: get consistent results. Sure. So someone comes to you and they're like, Maya, I have so many ideas. Please help me. (laughs) Like, where do you guys get started? How do you guys get started?
2: That's a great question. So, I would say a lot of my clients are typically more established business owners. And mm-hmm. so, they might have some idea of where they want to go, <laughs> but sure. that does not mean that they don't have a bunch of ideas yeah. um, and they're unsure of what to pick. So, we reverse engineer a little bit, we talk about what their goals are in the next three months, six months, and typically a year, and really kind of zone in on the one or two things that they want to focus on that they
1: want to achieve. And -hmm. then from that, we kind of know what direction to go in. Gotcha. And are you helping them with like content creation or like um, system setup? Or is it really like figuring out like what is the, the meat and potatoes and then kind of sending them on their way?
2: Um, so typically there's kind of three parts. Mm -hmm. So the first part is actually deciding, right? What it is that they want to do, where the focus is going to be. Um, and then also kind of creating that. So that's probably the second thing is what is your signature program? Now, oftentimes it's, they're already doing something. They're already working one-to-one. They already have a thing. And so it's pulling that out and then helping them flush that out and put that into a program format. And the third thing is actually selling it. So how are we going to sell it? Um, You know, an overused buzzword is probably organically, but truly how are we going to sell it in a way that works for them, works for their clients, really emphasizing what they are already good at, how they already market, those
1: kinds of things. Sure. Yeah. And how long have you been in business?
2: Yeah, since 2011. So um, I can share a little bit of my story around that. So. uh, Yeah, yeah. So started in 2011, uh, Silicon Beach, Silicon Valley, uh, Mm -hmm. mostly guys um, working in the back end of their business, their tech tech support, tech systems. Um, I still really enjoy that. So I think it's a bonus. But what I didn't find there were people who are really passionate. They were really like, okay, let's hurry up and get this business to a certain evaluation so we can sell it. We can move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. I really found that I wanted to work with um, typically women who are um, looking for programs and businesses who are, quote unquote, purposeful and profitable. Uh, so that's what I found. I moved from working with Sukhum Beach, Sikon Valley, mostly men into working with women around, I think 2012, 2013, I did my first online class. Sure. This is how to tech for uh, small business owners Uh, and it was super cool. I had a lot of fun with it. And from that, really one of the modules in that program was around how to build your online course. Mm. And so essentially my business has just been an evolution of taking that, recognizing what people are really excited about, what I was really excited about and iterating over time into what I do now, yeah. which is typically work one-to-one with clients around their signature program and sometimes run smaller group programs to help them actually implement that.
1: Yeah, you, yeah. you threw me uh, back to some memories of also you know being a woman of color, working with a lot of other men in tech space doing backend yeah. <laughs> like that was that was a time that's uh, a particular time (laughs) yes we
0: learned
1: learned a lot and it was uh fun and interesting and it's a whole different world which I I can definitely relate to you know being in that space working in tech working with men at least for me you know I was doing a lot of um translating from, from, you know, our developers and things, and then to what like biz- our business partners wanted and just like really learning that language of how to, you know, or that skill of how to translate, you know, what our, what our techie guys and, and stuff were doing and then how to present that in a way to our, you know, um, our end users, you know? And so it, it sounds like yeah. that's a lot of what you work with your clients on is how to take, you know, their amazing idea, how to create it, but then, but then how to sell it.
2: Right. Also how to sell it. Right. Yeah. I think it's um, that is a particular skill uh, to yeah. be able to really translate um, and be really clear about what it is that you do and how you're going to share it with your clients, your most ideal clients and not just be like, OK, that was fun. That was cool. I created yeah. something. but to actually sell it and create um, the way that I typically teach around that is recurring income. So for some that might be, oh, I just want to make an extra couple thousand dollars in addition to what I'm already doing one-to-one, or sometimes people want to make it their main focus. Um, So whatever you want to do, being able to do that in a consistent way. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, What are some things, you know, when we, because courses are hot right now, (laughs) VIP days are hot right now, you know, building those things,
0: What
1: what are some things in the industry or that you're hearing that you're just like, oh, I wish people knew to like not do that (laughs) or to like not think that they have to be whatever. Like, is there something that you're just like, that's toxic? Yeah,
2: Um, you know, I think that more so than not, people are really doing their own thing and moving towards um, just really showing up for themselves in a way that's aligned with who they actually are. Mm. I do see still sometimes people feeling like, okay, So I have to check all the boxes, dot all the I's, cross all the T's. So what am I supposed to be doing? So there's still kind of like oftentimes the scramble for, okay, I got to get it just right. I got to get the right person to follow or I got to get the right checklist to someone who's done it before. And I do think that there is certainly value to having a business mentor, a coach, someone to guide you through things. But it's almost better to kind of, have an idea of where it is that you want to go, have a sense of what your style is before you step in and try to implement someone else's thing. Mm. So there's a fine line there. Um, I would say that's the main thing. Um, The other thing I guess I'm seeing in terms of courses, as you mentioned, are super hot right now. Um, I would say, you know, the results are the most important thing, not necessarily the packaging. Right. So focusing on your website or focusing on uh, pretty brand colors and those kinds of things. Of course, a really common one.
0: Yeah. But
2: just a reminder. Right. You want to make it look professional and cohesive, perhaps, but you want to focus on the actual results that you're getting for your clients, first and foremost.
1: Girl, you are preaching directly to me. I hear you. I receive (laughs) it. I'm sitting on like three, like Really great kind of like marketing courses for people who are just starting out and they're like, I know I need to do stuff, but I don't know what stuff I need to do, you know? And so I yeah. sitting on that and I had a conversation, um, with my OBM recently that she was just like, can we just like, can we just like get it done? And I'm like, but wait, I need to fix like this coloring or I need to adjust this video for blah, 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 because um, I am guilty of being that person who's <laughs> <was> like, yeah, <laughs> can it perfectly with the lovely bow and you know, everything. But yeah, it's totally, that can um, keep you handy, you know, handicap and then it just doesn't get out, you know? Um, I I think it's so common for so many of us. I wouldn't say that
2: I'm exempt from that either. Sometimes I have to be like, okay, that's enough. No more editing or tweaking. I think there's always an opportunity because, you know, I guess the way I teach it is this is probably not a one and done thing. You're going to evolve and iterate with that program over time. And so you'll have an opportunity to improve and do all the tweaks that you want. But first, (laughs) the results. <laughs> and the return yeah.
1: income and, and and then the other improvements. Can yeah. Come. yeah. I'm so inspired by people who can just like get it out there. Like the the people out there who are just like popping out courses and webinars and stuff. And I think it's just because I'm, you know, ultimately a strategic person and I love to have a plan, not in my personal life, but in my business and like in other areas. <laughs> I love to have a plan. And so And and I spend a lot of time on that planned before like executing. So it can leave me uh, shackled sometimes and it just like doesn't get out. So I think that's just like really good, uh, you know, advice to just to just get it out there. Like definitely make sure it's polished and you want to make sure all these things, but also don't let that holding you back from, you know, sharing your signature product with people who really need to hear it and see it.
2: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I will do personally sometimes, and then I also, if my clients are feeling a little timid about sharing or sharing something new, yeah. then I think it's always okay to start small. Yeah. Like maybe that means you don't need a big launch yet, or maybe you don't want to launch at all. Maybe you want to focus on your email list or past mm-hmm. clients or whatever. Yeah. Right. So kind of yeah. thinking through, maybe I can just start with this group (laughs) and sell to them first. And then I'll build up the confidence and really have already walked through um, this process or probably most likely your current process in a new way and have some confidence around that before um, you take it live or public or to a larger audience, whatever that looks like for you. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. So how has, okay. So you've been in business 10 years Praise be. Congratulations. How, thank
2: you. Yeah. Yeah. How
1: has it been, (laughs) you know, in this digital space, you know, since the pandemic and now after how, yeah, how has that shifted your business and, and where you're at?
2: Yeah. You know, I feel like before the pandemic, um, I'm actually, I would say I'm pretty strategic, but more so than not also very, very organized Mm. and having everything in a certain way and all of those things. And so the pandemic kind of shook that up a little bit, but I think in a good way, because it really gave me an opportunity to clear some space and focus on the things that are most important. Mm. And, you know, that came down to Serving my clients, following up with alumni clients, possibly yeah. serving them again, and really just focusing on the foundational stuff sure. versus all the other things that you could be doing. Right. I think yeah. it, at some level, I had kind of cleared that out, but I really cleared it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> During the pandemic and had an
1: opportunity
2: to focus in on serving.
1: Yeah. yeah. And clear, 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 clean house and clear space, I guess, clean house and open up space. Yeah. For new opportunities. Yeah. 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 And it's it's been really good. I think that
2: um, I think before the pandemic, for me, I did a lot more marketing Mm. uh, on an everyday kind of basis. Yeah. And Not to say that I don't do any, but it's probably more of a weekly basis that I'm doing kind of new outreach or pitching myself, that kind of thing. But A lot of what I'm doing is how can I really align myself with the opportunities that are already in front of me. How can I connect with people I already know? How can I make myself available? Right. So I guess more strategically thinking versus like, oh, I got to get the webinar out and I got to do my updated thing, whatever it is, but really
1: looking at what's around me. Yeah. And that's a huge shift. Like, how are you, how are you doing that? Is it more, you know, personal, um, calls with people you've worked with in the past or, you know, LinkedIn connections or like, how, how has that shifted from what it was before?
2: So I would say I wouldn't, it's not that I wasn't doing any of it. It was just like, oh, I got to get my marketing list done and all those things. right? Right. So I would say now I am keeping in touch with alumni. Mm. So sometimes that's a phone call, typically like once a quarter or something. Yeah. I have email change kind of going with them. Typically they have audiences as well. Um, also kind of keeping in touch with my email newsletter list. So making sure I'm sending out fairly regular emails, yeah. um asking right? So that's a big thing yeah. that I always ask. <laughs> um, never shy about saying, hey, forward this on to a friend or to your email list or whoever it is. Yeah. And that seems like a simple ask, but that's always works really well for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: in addition, getting in front of their audiences or new audiences by referral. So I yeah. just did two classes um one class what well they're all around signature programs but one sure. class was for um herbalist and another class was for uh life coaches for example yeah. right yeah. so just kind of having an opportunity to go and speak it's all been virtual for me yeah. <laughs> yeah but having an opportunity to go and speak in front of new audiences typically uh when people can hear me and also hear about how I teach around signature
1: programs that's yeah. been incredibly helpful yeah, yeah. And in your you know, journey in the, of the last few years, what's something that you wish you knew when you started your business?
2: Ooh. Um. at some level, I think I knew that I needed to focus on creating income, because I didn't have a whole lot of cushion, had a little bit of cushion, had some savings for my corporate job and that kind of thing. Wasn't a whole lot, wasn't a full year. (laughs) So I was like, okay, we got to get in there and start making money right right away, fairly quickly. And so I got that. But what I, the missing piece was really the recurring revenue. Mm. So that it wasn't like, okay, I got to go back to the board. I got to, you know, try to do this new thing. At some point along the way, I started to focus on how can I make sure that I am bringing great value to my clients, but also that I'm not always kind of looking for the new thing. And so that really led to me serving clients, typically long term, or even I mentioned alumni clients, because a lot of times clients will come back and be like, okay, I want to do this new thing, or I want to take what we already did and do something else. So recurring revenue, (laughs)
1: like
2: focusing on that is what I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I I think that was kind of gets into my next question, and so maybe I'll ask it again, and maybe the answer will be the same. <laughs> but um, what is like one big piece of advice um, for someone who feels like they're sitting on some gold? You know, like what what is some one piece of advice that you'd get them um, give them to getting started on like to create their signature program? Oh yeah, so do it. Small
2: first. <laughs> so yeah. what it looks like typically is, um, it's kind of uh, very similar, I guess, in uh, execution. But a lot of times I'll have clients or even new people who come in, I'll do either a challenge or a workshop. Hmm. And so the Challenge is essentially I'm teaching them how to create their own challenge that will work for them. Sure. With the workshop, I'm teaching them how to create their own workshop. So it's almost like a mini version of a signature program. It takes you through the main pieces of what would it look like to um, create outline this? What would it look like to create this? What would it look like to kind of do some initial marketing around it? And what would it look like to teach it, even in a much more condensed version over a couple hours? Mm. So doing that can build confidence. It gives yeah. you an idea of what direction you want to go in. It shows you um, you know, where your ideal clients are hanging out, who's mm. actually coming. It gives you a lot of information, sure. a lot of intel yeah. to be able to move forward and create um, uh, whatever it is that you're thinking of, typically something of a larger scope with a signature program. Right, right. Yeah,
1: You know, getting a little bit personal, like I want to chat a little bit about, you know, being a Black woman, um, you know, being a person of color working in this space. I don't know about you, but a lot of my clients tend to be um, outside of my race <laughs> and mm-hmm. being able mm-hmm. to, um, how do I want to say this, manage differences or... Yeah. Um, understand expectations or create boundaries <laughs> and you know how has that been the boundaries right how has that been for yeah. you know over over the years? I mean we talked a little bit about you know working with with men and tech and such but how has that kind of shifted or or looks like for you for your business
2: I would say nowadays my clientele is pretty diverse yeah um, mostly women mostly yeah. women but yeah. diverse. Um, coaches, um, not many business coaches, but coaches typically um, who are working uh, B to C, right? So their clients are typically consumers for the most yeah. part. Um, I do have a few business coaches in there who are also awesome. Um, but I would say at this tail end, <laughs> I think it's such an important <laughs> question that you ask. Yeah. At this tail end, I'm really clear on my boundaries. I really show up fully mm. as myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't feel like I need to hide any parts of me, uh, very proudly a black woman. And I show that and I share that all the time. Yeah. Um, I would have no qualms about calling someone out professionally, mm. gracefully. Um, but I really feel like I can hold space. Yeah. Um, in a different way. Now, when I started, it was completely opposite yeah. <laughs> of yeah. that. I felt like I needed to fit in, like I needed to kind of meld and just like be, yeah. you know, kind of be a peeper pleaser and be like, yes, yes, yes. This right, is great. Right. right. And so I guess the journey has been working with clients over the years. Mm-hmm. And then I always do an evaluation. Typically I, at the end, I'll, we'll sit together as you know, me and the client and talk about what is next. But I also do my self-evaluation. I think about what would I do differently? Sure. How would I shift this? And so yeah. I think continuing to ask myself that question mm-hmm. and just being in it has been really yeah. allowed for it. And perhaps also the pandemic <laughs> and just having to create space yeah. and having to create room and just breath and um, really stepping into a new level, I feel like of showing up as myself completely, mm-hmm. right? Both personally and professionally, and having a good balance of mixing that. Yeah,
1: um, I think has pushed me into a new phase. Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah. not having being able to get into a space, especially I think when you, or at least for me, when I left corporate, feeling like I still needed to code switch. That I needed to sound a certain way, show up, look a certain way, um, and now I'm just like, yeah, this is it. My hair, yeah. Devin a, your hair looks so different than when I saw you yesterday, and I'm like, yeah, I got it braided. This is what it looks like
2: now. Wait till <laughs> next week. It's gonna <laughs> be <laughs> exactly.
1: great. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <But> next <laughs> week it's gonna be, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I definitely. Yeah feel
1: like you can, you can speak how you want to, or whatever, whatever that is. And I think everyone can relate to that um, in different ways, not just, just people of color, but um, also being able to set boundaries. And, um, you know, some things that I get sometimes is, is negotiation on price, but not in a way that this fits in my budget, but more in an undertone of, what I feel sometimes is, you know, you're black, so it should be cheaper. Or I wouldn't have expected that price sometimes I get, um, and have had a con a hard conversation with someone about that and kind of their biases for that. And so being able to stand into my own space and be like, no, honey, the price is the price is the price. (laughs) And we can figure out, you know, if maybe there's a mini version of it. Um, but what you're not going to tell me is like, it's expensive, uh, for me, but not for my wife. Counterpart, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. When it's about the, about the same or similar price. Yeah. That's been yeah. a fun journey. <laughs> a bit
2: of yeah. Fun. I've definitely had that as well. I think, I definitely think that has been the cause of some of it. I think I'm also a very casual person, sure. a lot of it on purpose. Yeah. So I'm from uh, just outside of New Orleans, Southeast Louisiana. And so I have this very casual, flow and kind of like tone to me and so I always feel like people like oh she's you know just kind of like around the way like local girl it's gonna you know and so I'm like no but the price is still the price but the price (laughs) (laughs) we can be friends yeah but I said what I said you
0: know
2: (laughs) yes yes so Um, I think I definitely feel good about standing in that now. And of course the prices, for example, have been thought out thoroughly of of exactly what it is and why it is and all of that. So I definitely stand in that for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. Okay. So we're going to get into my, one of my favorite parts, which is the speed round. And that's just where we get to learn a little bit more about you. And they're just like fun questions. So, you know, being in business for you know, for 10 years, like, how do you take care of yourself? Like mind, body, soul, like how, what's something that you love to do to take care of yourself?
2: Um, one thing is I typically take the last week of the month off from calls and meetings. I'm around for clients if they message me or something like that, but I have downtime, opportunity to plan, relax, stare at the ceiling, go vacation, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) The last week of the month, every month. The last week of the month, every month.
1: Love Mm -hmm. that. Ooh, I'm gonna start implementing that. Clients who are listening, don't call me the last week of the <laughs>
0: What would you do? I'm you... like
1: they could message me. I was of course. Right. I was
2: gonna say they could they could message me, but like I right. know, and it's their time
1: to implement too. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, what would you do if you had 10 hours back in your week to do whatever you wanted? Like 10 hours mm. away from work stuff, but put back into your week.
2: I would really probably spend some more time on self-care, do mm. some more yoga, yeah. meditation, um, even like just light some candles, relax, yeah. those kinds of things. Um, I think I'm always traveling, always exploring, but I feel like I could have a little more of that. Yeah. yeah. More me time,
1: more chill time. Yeah. 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 If you had, um, if I showed up and I was like, Maya, here's a plane ticket to wherever, and here's $20,000, where would you go? How would you spend (laughs) it? Well,
2: right now I'm in Nairobi because I've kind of like traveled. So I have made it a point in the last year, especially since the pandemic to start traveling more. And so that's where I'm at this season. I think where I would go from here, uh, and I'm typically based in, between LA and Atlanta, but um, I think where I would go from here is maybe. Ooh, there is this trip I've been wanting to take that's an around the world kind of trip, mm-hmm. and they do have a smaller version of it. I think it's around twenty thousand. Okay, and you go to like four countries. It's on this private jet with several other people. Right, you get your meals and stuff like that. That's what I would do. Ooh, private jet. Yeah, I might <laughs> be- do that. That sounds great. <laughs> Yeah. It looks awesome. I've been dying yeah. it for
1: a long time. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so if anyone is listening to this and they are like, Maya, please help me figure out my signature, my signature program. Like how can they find you?
2: So the best way to find me is on Instagram or my website, Maya Gaddy and um, direct connect is myagatti.com backslash let's chat. And that walks you through a brief uh, synopsis of what my process is and what to expect before we connect one-to-one. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you for being on the show. It was so great to chat with you. Yeah. Awesome to chat with you as well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for all that have been listening to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you're a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com. If you got something out of this interview and would like to share this episode on social media, please do. Please tag me, tag Maya. And we regularly are putting out new episodes and content. So to make sure you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. and means a lot to me. So thanks for listening and we will see you next time.
0: to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com-podcast guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy Book and blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.